0: Welcome, dead and lovely listeners, to my sexy congested phlegm voice.
1: And welcome to my not at all congested voice. I sound
0: like I sound like Flava Flav or something. Do you? Yeah. I think he's I kinda a little, he's a bit more shrill than a little A little more Flava froggy sound, yeah. I guess. But yeah, this yeah,
1: is boy. this is
0: what happens when Uncle Ben gets really excited and is like, Yay, fall is here. It's getting a chill in the <laughs> air and that it's cooling down and stuff, and then it's like huh. two days in full-blown sinus infection yeah 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 welcome to the <laughs> flimmiest ever episode of dead and lovely here's the hostess most it's me uncle ben and me hollywood steve Woo, woo! this is our first just ever blew out somebody's ears <laughs> yeah i apologize this is our first ever simultaneous
1: youtube cast hey is that a word for that yeah we just made it up youtube cast I'll look at you you're over there. We this see is you. Hi. this is
0: what we look like while we record uh-huh. our moderately entertaining, yeah, podcast we on the weekly. Always
1: have pumpkins on the table, yeah,
0: and there's always a beer in a glass. There
1: Just is always a beer in a <laughs> glass.
0: That's true. This time, a pretentious waka flock of flame.
1: Yeah, a New England IPA. That is me up yet. Good, real nice. Yeah, Nice I guess and juicy. The only real
0: difference is we're usually we're usually holding hands across the table.
1: Yeah, we didn't want to do that because it would ruin the focus. Yeah, yeah. well,
0: and. To make up for it, we are playing the maddest footsie yeah. underneath the table. I've ejaculated several times. It is getting hot mm-hmm. and steamy. Oh, there goes another one. Oh, man, look at you. Mm-hmm. You're a regular L. Ron Hubbard over there just That's popping me. them off Come left That's right. coming times a night. <laughs> L. Ron Hubbard. <laughs> so we are here because we just saw the 2018 Halloween. We did. And we're here to talk about it and give you guys a non-spoilerific yeah, review. We're going to
1: avoid spoilers, so if yeah. you're worried, um, don't worry. We're, anything we say, you're you can in see hands. in the trailers uh, yeah. or or is innocuous. It won't be a big deal. Um, we will we'll definitely avoid telling you that uh, Austin Powers shows up at the end. Oh, and, I, and I, I was dying. Invites uh, Lori Strode to join the SHIELD initiative. It's uh-huh. real weird. And
0: then Eddie Murphy as the nutty professor shows uh-huh. up, but also the lady yeah. and the kid. Mm-hmm. The They're all thing. there. Yeah.
1: Hercules, Hercules.
0: I mean, the licensing cost must have been
1: astronomical. Must have been. Worth it. But hey Worth It was penny. great Danny McBride really Put his influence in there He knows comedy He knows comedy He knows and, comedy He knows where to put it what's more comedy Than the clumps So we'll be giving you guys A special non-spoiler filled Mini yeah.
0: review Of course later on Whenever this thing comes out Oh like, yeah we'll get into it On hard copy Yeah we'll do a full length Deep dive like we mm-hmm. like to do Here on Dead and Lovely But for the special mini episode The mi- the movie just came out We just saw it like An hour ago Right And we wanted to give you guys Our hot off the presses deep thoughts yeah and also it, uh, we had to do it while i still have this six yeah voice. that's
1: true we didn't want you to lose all the sex in your yeah. voice it'll uh-huh. be gone by
0: morning i'm pretty oh, sure that'll be a shame it'll be a real shame but mm. for now at least it's immortalized <laughs> forever so steve uh-huh. first impressions how do you feel because as our listeners know yeah halloween one the original yes. 1978
1: but classic is Love one it. of
0: our all-time favorites. Mm-hmm. To me, that is there. a that is a ten out of ten mm-hmm.
1: movie. It's a great, perfect slasher movie.
0: Exactly. Mm-hmm. And on the show this week, we reviewed Halloween
1: Two, which and we is did not like, not it. very good. No, no, it's not. I know a lot of our listeners will disagree with us there, but that's fine. You that's can disagree, fine. and I hope you continue enjoying it.
0: I hope you burn in hell. <laughs> yes, they deserve <laughs> to die.
1: And this is a direct
0: sequel to our beloved Part One.
1: It is. It, it is ignoring all of the other movies so if you love all the other movies you may have been a little disappointed to hear that but if you love all the other movies, you might not like things that are nice. Yeah, most of those movies are real bad. Most of them are three really bad. I like the creativity of it. I it's love not three. a great movie, but yeah. it's fun. It's a lot it's of fun. fun. And there's parts of four that are parts okay. of four are okay. I really liked uh, some elements of that, but it just got oh. weird. Oh yeah. After a while, and then the and other ones are just I, horrible. And I have said before, I do like the zombie remakes, but I just assume I just have to uh, think it's like of them as completely movie. different yeah. movies that aren't aren't Halloween. Yeah,
0: they weren't canon
1: from the get go. Yeah, no, they, they were never meant count. to be.
0: Yeah. So knowing that this is a follow-up to Our Beloved, what's your first impression? How do you feel? Do you feel like it's a good continuation, or do yes. you feel ripped off? I
1: felt great. I think, um, you know, uh, going into it, I had high hopes, yeah. but low expectations. Yeah, exactly the same. Yeah. Exactly the same. Whenever I saw some of the cast
0: and crew, and yep. saw that... Carpenter was doing the soundtrack. That,
1: that made me very happy. Yeah, yeah. that let me
0: know. It's like, okay, that, the man's got faith in the project. Yeah,
1: and that Nick Castle came back to do some of the Michael Myers. A lot of the acting. Un, unmasked parts. And yeah, stuff, yeah, a lot of the actual acting part uh, is Nick Castle. And then yeah. we have the you know, the stunt man doing the, the hard stunt stuff. Because yeah. Nick Castle's an old man. He's now. an old man. And he has a separate career that doesn't involve doing stunts. Right. <laughs> I, I agree with you. I don't feel like this is at
0: all... Uh, a letdown no. but, you know it's like I didn't go in thinking that this was going to beat the original that's impossible
1: no and no, I, I don't want it to I no. like I, I don't I don't need it to yeah exactly but what no. I wanted it to do was to be a competent sequel of the original
0: yeah because so many of the other ones are yeah. incompetent yes like completely yeah. missed the point missed yeah. the vibe missed everything of the original
1: but uh, I think this is a great sequel do I do you think do? Um, If you like Halloween 2, you will not be disappointed by this. Because a lot of what comes into this are some of the elements from Halloween 2. Sure, yeah. Now, uh,
0: this is... A traumatized Laurie Strode, a a Mike Myers still on the loose. Right. That's roughly two.
1: And uh, what two kind of misses is that Michael Myers didn't have uh, any real motive ever for his kills. Yeah. What this movie does is reassumes that. That Michael Myers has no motive. He just likes killing. Yeah, exactly. He's just born soulless and evil and stuff. Yeah, Yeah, with two, you
0: know, the big twist that they're brother and sister and he's trying to kill his own family and stuff. Yeah. Uh, I just found completely unnecessary. And like yeah. we said on the show... So did John Carpenter. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and it, it cheapens all the kills of the babysitters and it stuff. Does. It's like, if he's out to kill his sister, why do you kill all these other people just for the hell of it? Right. I think it kind of discredits all the other deaths that happen in in part one. So yeah. I'm glad that with this movie, they retconned all that. Yes. And they were like, oh, the brother-sister thing, that's just a, a rumor. Yeah, they do mention that.
1: Yeah, But yeah, there, you'll see some stuff from almost shot for shot sort of framing and and the the um the way that certain things go yeah are, are from part two yeah definitely but it, it was in like, a pirate costume yeah the yeah. pirate. Co- <laughs> <laughs> um but like we said on our, our halloween 2 episode like we came up with some ways that you could have Made fixed it Halloween yeah. two. And that's really what they did with the using some of those parts is they were fixed. they were taking the good from yeah. Halloween two and just tweaking it and fixing it and making it so that Michael Myers is still motivationless. He yeah. just wants to kill. Yeah,
0: exactly. And the basic story of the movie is that, you know, forty years after the original uh-huh. events, we have a super traumatized Laurie Strode who has become basically like uh, uh, Linda what's her name Linda Hamilton from yeah, T2. Linda
1: Hamilton T2 yeah Linda Hamilton and T2 yeah basically she, that she's she like she's got a bunker with weapons yeah, and everything she's, she's kind of crazy
0: she's a little wackadoo uh-huh. and uh, in this movie she has had a daughter and a granddaughter but mm-hmm. she's kind of estranged from them because she's the crazy lady whose past has like ruined her her life basically yeah and we have... And again, this isn't really spoilers because you see it happen in the trailer. Yeah, you all know, of, this of course, the trailer, Myers gets loose Yes, to try to continue his <laughs> Otherwise what would the movie be? <laughs> yeah, exactly. And so not only do we have Lori who is out to complete her life's work of killing Mike Myers and putting an end to this once and for all, yeah. but you also have that she's trying to protect her family from this evil she's been warning them about her entire life, and that even to di- the point that she's ruined her own daughter's life and stuff. Yeah, yeah.
1: that dynamic... There are two dynamics that really push the movie and that is uh lori and michael and lori and her family yeah definitely and um the way that they represent lori is that she basically in this movie she has become in some ways like michael yeah she's the hunter she's the stalker yeah um,
0: and that's, even make reference to that in the way that she replicates some of the shots and stuff yes. in the original. You'll
1: see, you'll notice it yeah. if you, if you know part one or part two. You'll notice a lot of shots that are replicated, but with the roles reversed, yeah. where Laurie is in the the Michael Myers role. Um, it's it's real interesting. It's a real good bookend to yeah. all of the mediocrity in the middle. Yeah, like the it, it's a it's a. A perfect uh, taking up of the end of part one. Yeah. But it, it doesn't entirely ignore the series. It just, mm. you know, it sees new ways to make those things good. Right. And I like that about it a lot. What do you think about Jamie Lee Curtis back as Laurie Strode? Oh, she's
0: so good. I think she crushed it. So good. I think good. she did awesome.
1: Yeah, she's still vul- vulnerable, but not, not like... Her vulnerabilities are the things that she hates about herself. Like right. she's she's trying to constantly be protected. Yeah. Um. But it, of course, leads to. I mean, in this, she she has been an alcoholic and agoraphobic. Yeah. So she's she's suffering from those things. Those are her weaknesses. Yeah. And she's constantly thinking Michael is going to get out at some point. Right. And I even like some of the
0: small details they put into her character, even in terms of the way that she looks and stuff, where yeah. you can tell, even by her hairstyle, which is mm-hmm. very much like what she had yes. in the original, and she's even wearing like bell bottom jeans at uh-huh. some point just to show she has not moved on. No whatsoever from the trauma that happened determined
1: her life yeah that one
0: traumatic event and there's constantly people in the movie that seem to just be telling her man just get over it man you should talk with michael yeah move on and it's like you know (laughs) me not ever having been a victim of anything right really awful ever happened to me Uh i cannot relate or anything like that but i can only uh i can only imagine Yeah. That if you've been through some life-altering trauma, having people tell you, you should just get over it, or you should make peace with your attacker, this person that ruined your life, (laughs) must be uh, extremely,
1: extremely hard. I have been there. I've been there after uh, I got hobo-sliced for the camera. Got your neck cut by a a hobo. Got a little hobo-sliced by a guy who was robbing my house. Um, It was one of the things that led me to eventually becoming not Mormon. Wow. For sure. Yeah. the way that people responded with just like, uh, you know, you got to move on and stuff, oh, and it's yeah. like, it happened a week. What do you yeah. move on? Yeah. Like, it just
0: happened. He cut your nut, your neck muscles. Yeah, Ugh. so I was
1: a little worried Ugh. about death. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, a little bit,
0: or like getting, you know, God knows what disease from a yeah. box. Oh yeah, I did get stuff.
1: an infection. That was worst.
0: Yeah, so you've you've had yourself some very near death. Yeah,
1: trauma. So yeah, in yeah, that I case, wouldn't I wouldn't be interested in meeting that guy. In a, Thing. But, of course, it's not the same thing as with Michael. Uh, with Michael, it, it it becomes personal for her. Because yeah. he killed two of her friends and tried right. to kill her. Um, they become inseparably connected. Yeah. And that, that is what this movie kind of uh, gets at. One of its major themes is that uh, trauma connects the traumatizer and the traumatized yeah. inseparably. The attacker and that's and the part of the trauma. Is that the victim can't escape it and the attacker gets to relive it. Yeah. Wow. Which yeah, is yeah. what he wants to do. He yeah. wants to relive it. And that is, I mean, uh, without spoiling anything, that is this movie. Yeah. i him trying to Recreate relive. That night. Yep.
0: And you know, something that you were saying a second ago about the, again, that dynamic between the attacker and the victim, and even what I was talking about a second ago about Lori's. Uh, trauma never really fading Yeah I even like how And this is just a nice coincidence Of, of Michael's costume I like that while we see An older gray haired Laurie Strode Mike The attacker Looks the same looks identical Yeah, yeah the, It's like jumpsuit mask It's like he The is, mask
1: is a little more worn But Yeah But the trauma still...
0: Is just as fresh yep. As it was 40 years ago It's yep. like her attacker Looks exactly like he did That night Uh huh that he ruined her life. Exactly. I think that's really strong and uh, very, very dark. It is very dark. <laughs> this movie
1: gets into some real dark themes and, yeah. and real. Uh, it's real brutal. Yeah. We should probably talk about some of that brutality. We can't. We won't tell you who, anyone who gets killed. But sure. Yeah, yeah. There are some real great. There kills are some in this. great kills, but at the same time, I don't
0: feel like they're so over the top that it's no. like. Oh man, they were just trying to, you know, get in the same gross-out league as like Hostel or like, right. modern horror stuff that's just like splatter gore, um, torture porn kind of stuff. Yeah. They're all they're all pretty basic slasher kills.
1: They are, yeah. He's he's not doing any. It's not like in Halloween 2. There's no hot tub kill or exactly or a person getting drained of their blood. Or yeah, anything. It's, exactly. It's, uh, it's slasher kills, knives, yeah. hammers, hammers. Hands, his hands and feet are boots. Yeah. He's got a strong boot on He's got a real strong boot, and you'll find out about that. He'll let loose some scrambled eggs out of somebody's noggin without even trying. That's
0: for sure. Man alive. Yeah, the kills are great, and there's even quite a bit of off-screen
1: violence. Yeah, I'm pretty sure it was cut because it was probably too violent to still get an R rating. Yeah, Yeah. I wonder, because there's definitely
0: like... You can tell that they definitely counted the chips and were like, "Let's put this one kill in there." Yeah. that's ultra brutal. And yeah, we'll have to nick out some of the other ones, but that's yeah. okay because we get to keep the really nasty one. I in mean,
1: there. Uh, anyone who's seen the trailer knows the the teeth scene yeah. Yeah, where yeah. he just sort of drops some oh, teeth over stall. the bathroom stall. Um, you don't you get to see the aftermath of where he got those teeth, yeah. but you don't get to see that kill. And that I I bet they filmed that because yeah, I wonder that effect looked just the aftermath of it looked awesome yeah looked, it was like that was early in the movie too and it was one of those moments where i was like oh there this is gonna get brutal exactly and yeah. you know why it
0: looks so damn good because it was real practical it was practical
1: yeah. yeah, everything in this
0: i think is practical as far I can't as i can imagine tell. there being any cgi yeah. in this movie and that's the kind of thing where it's like honestly you shouldn't even have to make that concession because when you're talking about a slasher movie where a guy is killing people with knives and hammers and stuff like this, there shouldn't be CG.
1: Yeah. That, you know? would, that would be ridiculous. Like, why? Yeah. You got knives. Like, since the 70s, we've been able to make convincing knife kills. Like, Yeah, exactly. You can do it now for cheap, and it looks good.
0: Definitely. Yeah, so I was very on board with the kills and the effects. And I'll also say, too, just in general, the look of the movie, It's great. I think looks fantastic. It is. I think the movie looks great. I think that it it's really got a kind of a timelessness about it like whenever you watch like halloween 4 and stuff you're like okay i know oh, exactly yeah. when this was made exactly yeah you know other than stuff like cell phones and uh-huh. and, and things like that and maybe some of the, the references pop culture references and stuff sure. there's not a lot that
1: really dates this movie no it, it seems it's it's one that um could be timeless yeah. if, if if people catch on to this if people agree with us about this movie sure this is one of those movies people will look back on Fondly for years, yeah, I yeah. think so, and
0: especially dude, all the scenes that happen in the nighttime in the neighborhood, which actually just like the original Halloween, I would say like sixty five percent of the movie is at one night in uh, one neighborhood yeah on Halloween yeah and again that's that was one of my big complaints about part two. Yeah, it's like, a, it's the day after Halloween, and it's in a beige hospital. Yeah. It's How so Halloween-y that is. The
1: environment is just terrible, yeah. et cetera. Yeah, this does bring back, I and mean, we talked about this in our top our five great things about Halloween yeah, video, yeah. the atmosphere of the original Halloween. Yes. Yeah. This movie brings back the, that atmosphere. Definitely. There's kids running
0: around trick-or-treating. Mm-hmm. Uh, you see some kids in the Silver Shamrock Mask yep. in part three, which I was so stoked I about. I like that. I was yeah. like,
1: there's, some, there's some Easter eggs from two three and four for sure yeah and i think even beyond that because even that that bathroom stall kill is really
0: similar to one in h2o oh okay yeah so there's even like little things that are recreated from yeah. other flicks in the franchise so yeah if,
1: i mean if, if you're one of the people out there who was worried like well they're ignoring all the other movies they're not entirely ignoring them yeah they're just creating a sequel that works Perfectly well with the first movie. Yeah. Because there's no way to make a sequel that works with all
0: of them. Exactly. Yeah. And I love that this, in a lot of ways, too, like, especially, again, the Halloween night segment of the movie, Uh is so much back to the feel of the original, where we've got teenage girls babysitting kids, talking with the kids, hanging out. That kid, Julius... Oh is man! Is awesome and needs his yeah. own movie. I you want pro- that yeah. kid in a movie.
1: I I would say the because Danny McBride uh, yeah. co-wrote this. Okay. Danny McBride, of course, we all know from Eastbound and Down. Powers. He's Kenny fucking Powers. Yeah. Uh, also from Hot Rod and, and tons of other things. Yeah. Um. So there is a little humor in this, but I was surprised how much they held it back. And I'm so glad. I'm so glad yeah. because I feel like so many
0: movies now, it's like almost like in a post Avengers world. Uh huh. Where it's like they figured out you can make a serious driving storyline, but and then also humor. be witty and stuff like yeah. this. And then so many franchises, like um, uh, pretty much everything DC has ever done, yeah. adds in this stupid forced comedy. It doesn't that sucks. work. Yeah. Justice and,
1: League is full of that.
0: Yeah. And I've seen some people complaining about the humor elements of this movie.
1: I think they're pretty well done. I think they're great. I liked Julius and uh, what's her name, Vicky. Yeah, yeah, Vicky, yeah. they who's, were great. Who's Like the Annie Brackett character, in this, yeah. I guess, they, or maybe PJ Soul's character or whatever name was. Yeah,
0: they had a very believable, like they had worked together. She'd babysit that kid a mm. bunch of times before. They had a great report. Great
1: report, and they're really funny together. Yeah. They say some funny stuff. They, there's some good humor. Some uh, that those two cops that are sitting and talking about bond me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The other cop does, does isn't into it um that that's funny but also does it's not distracting yeah because it leads up to a point like there's a reason why that they're sitting there having a bullshit conversation about nothing and then something happens right right um yeah i i really liked i liked that the humor element to it uh that never intrudes too much right yeah definitely and on the the subject of the cinematography and stuff too oh gosh
0: Man, like, there's so many scenes in the movie that, in my opinion, look fantastic and really pull you into the moment. The scene where, uh, again, no spoilers, the scene where Jamie Lee Curtis is searching through a house...
1: Yeah, she's looking through a house and she's got a flashlight. She got a flashlight, she's got a gun and it's playing with all
0: these shadows in the room just exactly as it would be. Well, uh, like, you're looking at everything on screen going it kinda like It kind of reminded me that? of
1: Silence of the Lambs, the tension. Oh, verse. yeah. She's, yeah, uh, he's got the night uh night vision goggles. And yeah, he knows yeah. he knows where he is. Uh yeah, she's looking around and everything is Is so perfectly tense.
0: Yeah, definitely. And you can't really tell. There's scenes where you're like struggling to see what's going on. Like, I see some people. Yeah, you know, kind of like the witch, where it's like there's stuff yes. in the witch sometimes where you're like, what is going on? Where it's on wonderfully right here? dark, where oh, it like yeah.
1: keeps you in the dark as to what's going on because yeah. like that's that's the feeling you're supposed yeah. to get, not that they just didn't shoot with enough light, exactly. Yeah. And I feel like some people will miss that and be like,
0: I can't tell what's going on here. That's but,
1: true. Some people are going to d- disagree with us on that, but me, I think it was intentional. It pulled me right in, man. Yeah, and even
0: the scenes of. um the granddaughter like running through the neighborhood and stuff Uh like that where it was so dark and it's like you know Myers is somewhere around here but it's dark and you can't see the motion light scene and everything Uh so well done like I love all the the darkness that's in the movie because even the original is also quite dark there's a lot of shots where it's just you know the silhouette of Mike Myers Mm -hmm. the shape right? The shape the shape of him like coming across the street or walking in front of a house and I really love that they figured out that's something that's cool that we should use again
1: yeah this uh, this movie is the culmination of 40 years of thinking about what would have been a good halloween too i think so it, and it's people that that really dug into it and really got to the core of what made the first halloween good yeah and i think they replicated it well um, I'm not gonna say this is like a perfect movie or no, anything. We no, we had perfect. some issues. There's, no. a, I mean, we won't say what the twist is, but there is a twist at a certain point that, yeah, I didn't, I didn't dig. Yeah, and it, it, even at the point that it happened, I I, I could feel my
0: stomach drop because I was like, please don't tell yeah. me they're about to ruin this <laughs> yeah, movie. It's been so I was good so on far. Board. Yeah, <laughs> but the thing about the twist is, is you can look back and understand that they had it there for a specific reason to yeah. move certain characters to other areas, but it just seems like there was a cleaner way to do it.
1: Yes, there would have been. There had to there be. There would have been, It's I like think.
0: another day of working uh, on that script. You probably could have had a better idea of how to move this to this. There yeah. is a somewhat philosophical element to what
1: happens there that we'll yes, explore later on. Yes, and it's not terrible. Yeah, we could talk about it more, uh, yeah. especially in a longer review, but... Um, there's a there's an element to the twist that makes sense. Yeah, and is interesting if you look at the subtext of yeah. the movie being
0: about surviving attack and stuff right. like that. Yeah.
1: Um. There's also uh, a pretty extended uh, scene where the kids are having a Halloween dance. That yeah. Um. It serves a purpose. It serves for a sure, purpose, I suppose. But it's. I think you could have done the same thing that that dance scene does without. Yeah. Having. Such a long dance scene. Exactly. Well yeah. but because ultimately and I, by the way, I'm not saying that there's a dance number or anything. It's, no. They don't well, it's not a Bollywood movie. There are some cheerleaders that do have a, a synchronized dance. That is true. That kinda do. I wonder if there's a Bollywood movie called Balloween. Oh my god. Was, Trademark Dead and Lovely yeah. right now. Trademark Dead and Lovely. That's this not- is ours. <laughs> Bolloween. Balloween. <laughs> I love it, man. Uh huh. But yeah, that whole
0: thing, like you said, is ultimately to set up um, I think I, could, it, I think I could say it. Get, yeah, it's not a spoiler. A spoiler. It's to
1: get rid of a cell phone. Yeah. yeah. That's the all. Con- I mean... The constant plague of yeah. every current yeah. horror movie set any, right Any now. movie set now, you have to figure out a way to get rid of cell phones. Exactly. And, and that's yeah. the only reason for the, the dance scene, really. Yeah, definitely so. But it works. I mean, but they, there seems like there could have been shorter, simpler ways to do it
0: yeah i think so mm-hmm. those two
1: things i think were really my biggest
0: complaints about the movie
1: yeah and those aren't really big complaints they're not that big i mean no. it, they still move
0: the plot <laughs> yeah. somewhere it's just that it could have been it could have been tired a little bit better i think yeah. you know i think carpenter nailed it with the soundtrack oh i my think the gosh. soundtrack is, is awesome
1: re-recorded yeah. it um i think his son worked with him on it and yeah. someone else yeah, yeah, um, yeah. But yeah, it's it's great. It incorporates some of the stuff from Halloween 2 sure. for sure brings in some of of that, but it, it is so much like the original. Mm. And and really blends in the way that the score did with the original, yeah. really blends in throughout the movie. And a lot of the the
0: uh, soundtrack is like all synthesizer and yeah. stuff, just like the original, of mm-hmm. course. Only they are more slightly more modern, Yeah, uh, bigger, richer synth sounds. I mean, yeah. it doesn't sound like a damn like Oh, Dead Mouse did the soundtrack. It's a dubstep <laughs> remix. It's not like <laughs> that <laughs> <at> <laughs> <all>. <laughs> <laughs> It's not like that, but it sounds slightly more modern, but it still feels very late 70s, early 80s. Yeah. And I was initially kind of worried because you remember a couple weeks ago they put out that thing that was like the first song released off the soundtrack. It was like Myers Returns or something like that. Mm. And it sounded basically just like the original halloween yeah. theme just re-recorded and i was like okay so this is pretty much the same yeah so i was thinking that most of the soundtrack would just be retreads directly like that mm. but there is some new stuff in there that even added in things that were playing around with the, the motif of the intervals in the signature halloween theme uh, okay the distances between the notes there are things in the soundtrack that played with those but it wasn't bum 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 yeah. bum you know and I like too. And I might be mistaken about this, but I'm pretty sure uh-huh. that there's a there's a scene with some people in a truck, and they're listening to music on the radio. It sounds like there is an actual version of the song that Lori sings in Part One, where she's like, oh. Oh, "I wish you had, I had you all of my own." Or whatever. Oh man! It sounds like there's a real version of catch that song that. that they made. Yeah, because Jamie Lee Curtis. Improvise that oh really i didn't know that i didn't know it either i was okay. watching a thing recently and yeah john carpenter's like saying something and she's like uh anything and he's like no you have to make something
1: up so we can it won't it'll be licensed right yeah so she made that up on the spot oh my god that's so perfect too like yeah. the shot is like like her singing that that's like what michael was thinking about her
0: yeah yeah it's cool and again i might it might just be wishful thinking but i swear it sounded like there's like a slow country version mm. And a woman singing, and it sounded like she said, I wish I had you all to my own. That's awesome. Pretty damn cool, That's cool. in my opinion. So, again, yeah. a cool little callback uh, to the first one, if you're listening for it. Maybe I'm wrong, but I'm pretty sure
1: that I'm, Yeah, wrong. I would believe you. Because I, I, I think they they took pains to... Because um, when you do say, I'm, we're going to ignore all the sequels, you understand, especially if you're a fan of the series... yeah why people would be upset with that. So I think they took pains to make sure to pay service to those fans. Yeah. To remind them, like, look, we love Halloween too. Right. What we wanted to do was just an alternate universe where this is the sequel. I'll put it this way. A lot of the deep cuts in there
0: are deep enough that if you like the sequels enough to get pissed off about this, then you'll catch all the references. Exactly. And be like, okay, they like them too. Yeah,
1: exactly. So, uh, yeah, I mean, overall, I would say um, go see this movie. Yeah, I definitely loved it. get out there. Like, there's no reason not to if you're a Halloween fan. And if you're just a horror movie fan, it's a great horror movie. Like, um, it's the type of slasher that we haven't seen for a while. No, it's not a hyper hyper ridiculously brutal movie yeah that has
0: no point or anything like that no character no story like like terrifier or something like that it's not really at all like that no i feel like too it's not so modern that if you're in the age group that you saw the original in theaters Mm -hmm. and loved it yeah i don't think you'd watch this one and be like too far i can't stand modern horror movies no that is disgusting
1: No, it really does harken back to all the stuff that you love about those 70s and 80s slashers. Yeah. Uh, without getting bogged down in what slashers have become. Yeah. And they also pull off a pretty good
0: job of uh, making this work without. Old Doctor Loomis, old Donald Pleasance. They do RP.
1: There, there is, um, I mean, they do call the doctor in this the new Loomis. Yeah, doctor like, Sartain. Lori calls him that, like as a almost as a deri- derisive way to refer to him. Like, yeah. oh, so you're the new Loomis? Like, yeah,
0: exactly. It's like thanks for saying what literally all of us are thinking. Yeah, yeah. Basically, and again, this isn't really spoilery either, but there's a guy who is. Studied under Loomis, uh-huh. that is working on the Myers case and stuff too. Yeah, and it's like I guess he studied under him so much that he started talking exactly like him and having the same accent. And he does. He does. It's pull, a
1: little much. He it's does. A little try much. to pull some Loomis, but what they did with the character, yeah, is interesting because he's not Loomis. Yeah, you yeah, yeah. like uh, he's a very different person. He differentiates pretty quickly. Like this, he's got to di- because Loomis saw. Michael Myers is a monster who needed to be eradicated right he Dr. Sartain does not agree with that right exactly he sees it almost like he's
0: studying a specimen or a wild animal and
1: that he's going to learn something that's going to help
0: yeah yeah somehow exactly which is also a cool thing again this movie not only um, analyzes the victim and attacker dynamic but also the person that is in charge of the attacker yeah and maybe starts to analyze and so on uh, and how that dynamic works as well. So I think that that's also pretty cool.
1: Yeah. I think also we should point out that uh, if you're a, a female horror movie fan, yeah. this movie might be right up your alley. Yeah. I think it, it has strong female characters oh, that uh, so. are well beyond what you see in, in a lot of horror movies. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Um, definitely but so. also it has a, a theme that I think goes along with um, what we've talked about about assault yeah, sure. And not just a physical assault. I would say that you survivors of, of sexual assault yeah, could definitely... Sure. And, and I, I think that they were definitely getting at oh the yeah. atmosphere currently regarding the conversation over sexual assault and stuff like that. Certainly. Like, that's all coming out in this movie in yeah. some way. So, And I think it's
0: analyzed through a variety of spectrums mm-hmm. uh, in terms of, of that subject matter throughout this movie. Yeah. And I think it handles it... Extremely well. Yeah.
1: Extremely, extremely well. Um so overall, Ben, what would you say? I would say
0: not enough rappers.
1: Not enough. I Why could they couldn't just get Buster Runs? Come
0: on, dude. Give me police commissioner Eminem. Give me uh uh somebody <laughs> babysitting Lil Xan.
1: <laughs> he, he's dead, so <laughs> <laughs> hey, <laughs> I'm
0: hip, I know stuff Lil no, down
1: laid out on a bed with uh, the t- the tombstone Yeah, exactly, yeah,
0: okay. exactly. Uh, I also think that if we maybe had some stuff about how he was a part of a satanic cult That put a spell on him uh, and a curse <laughs> And there was a man in black with spurs on Yeah,
1: we need all of that all I think
0: that. that would have made the movie
1: better. That really would have... I, I did... I was a little disappointed, and maybe she wasn't there, but I feel like there should have been, at least in the background, a cameo of Daniel Harris. Yeah. So, what are your overall thoughts on Halloween 2018, I guess we're calling it? I think it's very confusing that there are now
0: three films called Halloween. That is confusing. <laughs> And I hate that I'm always going to have to say, Halloween, you know the original. Halloween, you know the Rob Zombie. Halloween, you know the 2018. It's like, <laughs> damn it. Like, Yeah. <laughs> uh, so I don't like that about no, it. No, that's not great. But overall, I, I really dig the movie. Uh, yeah. Again, I've only watched it once. I'm still kind of in the afterglow. Yeah, we just watched it. I usually kind of have a habit of like loving a movie as soon as I watch it, and then later on thinking about it and being like, wait a second. Fuck you know? that. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so sometimes that's a problem for me. Uh, but as of right now... You know, after having talked about it a little bit here and thought about it on the drive home and stuff, I really dig it. I think yeah. that, I think that if you have always loved the original but been disappointed by the sequels, mm-hmm. I think that you like this. I think that, I think that I can say it, it's probably the best one since part one.
1: Yeah, I would agree with that, yeah. and I I would say overall that, um, it is the part two that you would want. Yeah, it's so the one that. Uh, you know, John Carpenter didn't see any reason for a Halloween 2. kind of sure. got forced into it. Yeah, uh, this is the type of thing that brought him back to give his okay. Yeah, I mean, they didn't have, they didn't need John Carpenter's approval, but right. he did come back and gave his approval. He liked what they did with it. Yeah, um, and I agree. Like they they really made a, a good sequel that. Does a lot of stuff that you want out of a Halloween movie, sure, but also has a deeper uh theme to it in in the the theme of dealing with tragedy, trauma, etc. Um, it it really uh opens up Lori in a way, like gives us a, a, a more of an insight into who she becomes as a person, sure, because of what happens. So, and I mean,
0: I can't think of any other movie. Uh, franchise in horror where we get to see the same person playing the same character uh-huh 40 years later
1: yeah that's true you i know? don't know that that's ever
0: happened yeah seeing the long-term lasting effects <laughs> of what happened in the original yeah. movie you know uh that, usually because a lot of those original characters the
1: franchises get killed yeah that's like yeah, in the next that's movie a, yeah the next movie they start out by killing that person yeah, um exactly yeah that is a real interesting ex- like experiment yeah. to go back to a character 40 years later and see where they are after all this terrible stuff happening. yeah definitely so and I liked it I, um, I recommend it I hope uh, everybody will go into it with an open mind yeah I know some people aren't gonna like it that's fine sure if you're thinking on a scale of one to ten where are you put the same? oh man that's the a originals t- uh, a 10 let's be honest the originals, the original's a 10, 10. Uh, that's a tough one um, I would need to see it again to really give sure. it an accurate rating but I wouldn't say I, I can't say it's anything below an 8 sure. for sure
0: Yeah, I was thinking the same thing I was thinking 8 yeah. right now I was thoroughly riveted there was yep. some great super tense moments and mm-hmm. stuff in the movie that kept me glued to it they stayed away from supernatural shit that's
1: great they stayed away from overly convoluted plots and stuff oh, that is an element by the way that we should point out yeah. that Michael Myers takes damage yeah exactly yeah, yeah exactly he, he's human like, there's, there's none of that concept that there's some paranormal or supernatural yeah. element to it. Yet. And
0: one more thing, too. I love the way that Myers is on screen. He is this mm-hmm. powerful, hulking Gosh. presence. But he's not invincible or anything no, like that.
1: No, he's just scary. Yeah. <laughs> like, it's back to the original. Like, yep. he's just scary and because of big. His, his big, imposing frame yeah. and the, the blankness of... The, the mask and which you could even say is, of the eyes. is
0: maybe something they took from the Rob Zombie movies because in those yes. movies Myers is like a Hulk
1: yeah the, it's true and also uh, the, the as we said this has a level of brutality it doesn't go into like torture porn type no, of stuff no. but it has a level of brutality that did remind me fondly of the things I liked about Rob Zombie's Halloween because yeah. the brutality that he added um, yeah it, it's Go see it. Just go see it. Yeah. Just don't. Don't even think about it. Go see it. If you hate it, let us know. If you love it, let us know. Yeah. Definitely. If you're ambivalent about it, let us know. We'd like to know what you hear, uh, what you think because yeah. I I I really think after having seen it that people are going to enjoy this movie a lot. I know that I did. Yeah. Well, Steve, I'd like to remind these
0: wonderful people too those people like this yeah. video like this podcast subscribe How to this it? video subscribe to our podcast rate us on itunes you're looking to click like on youtube mm-hmm. ring the bell on youtube don't ring the bell on itunes i don't know what that means
1: no yeah i don't know what that bell. Th- is there a bell
0: i don't know if there is don't touch it Who but if you want to listen to the song ring my bell yeah Anita need awards got out. your back Anita Ward's awards <laughs> always got your back where can they find us on the
1: internet steve um at Dead Lovely Pod on the Twiddles yeah. and Instagrudles. Mm-hmm. Um we have a Facebook group, Dead we Love Lovely it. Horror Movie Podcast. We want you. And you can always email us at dead at gmail.com. Go
0: drink beer at pretentious.
1: By the way, it's deadandlovelypod at gmail.com. I messed it up. You got it now though. I got it.
0: Now you have it. Well, guys, thank you so much for tuning in and listening and watching You guys have been fantastic. We have been dead and flimmy.
1: (laughs) Bye. Bye now.